Welcome to Pharmasoul Chronicles. They said what? Podcast series. I'm your host, Denise Morris, and I will be your guide through the ups, the downs, and the everything in between of my journey as a Black woman in the pharmaceutical industry. From triumphs to trials to those, uh, you've got to be kidding me moments. I'm here to share it all. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the They Said What podcast series. If you looked at this episode's title and were either confused or wondering how to interpret something so vague, welcome to the club. In this episode, I will discuss the series of events that led to the use of this simple yet uninformative word. So let's get into it. I had a particularly stellar year at Company X, by my standards at least. I had just implemented a cross-divisional initiative and based on non-specific conversations and feedback regarding my career opportunities, I was feeling pretty good about the prospects of a promotion. There were a few communications with the head of the department that led me to believe that if I pulled this initiative off, it would work positively in my favor. Conversation number one was during a bi-weekly meeting where there was another initiative that was lagging behind. The head of the department said to me that they needed me to provide a shiny distraction to divert attention from the other project. When they told me this, I felt even more pressure to make sure that my initiative was successful, but I was up for the challenge. Needless to say, I delivered. In another bi-weekly meeting, not knowing how to broach the topic on my career potential at Company X, I asked the head of the department what they thought of my future would look like. They said vice president and eventually president and even CEO if I wanted. For some reason, and without a clear directive or timeline from them, I took this as a sign that there was a promotion on the horizon, at least by one position or title level. Well, silly and short-sighted of me. Shortly after that, we had our yearly evaluation. I went into my evaluation meeting with my boss, not the head of the department, feeling extremely optimistic, and that changed rather quickly. My evaluation lasted all of 10 minutes. Although I was told that I was scoring at the level several titles above mine and my performance had exceeded expectations, there was no mention of a promotion, not even in the near future. Furthermore, my compensation package was less than I had received the year before. So let me get this straight. I worked twice, maybe even three times as hard, and somehow ended up feeling less valued. At the behest of one of my mentors, I went back to the head of the department and asked for clarification on my performance evaluation. During this discussion, they said to me, you thought you deserved a promotion? To which I said, yes. And their response, almost. That was it, almost. No further explanation, no critical feedback, nothing. How does someone process that? In my next meeting with my direct supervisor, they brought up the issue regarding a promotion. At this time, they had already had a discussion with the head of the department who informed them of our conversation. Well, I would have loved to say that this feedback was more useful, but no. At first, I was told that the reason I was not promoted was because I had not been in my role for three years. Then it was finally settled that I could be considered for an incremental promotion the following year. As far as compensation, Well, my compensation was in line with the rest of the team, 
and my salary was at the upper end of the industry standard. However, none of the explanations provided to me were satisfying, and here is why. First and foremost, the reason for me being less than three years in my role was not supported by historical data, especially when it came to the time and level of promotion for men in a similar role. You see, two people, both males, were promoted from the same title after four months and a year and seven months, respectively. Secondly, if my salary was at the upper end of the industry standard, perhaps I was at a job title below my actual competency. Furthermore, if a salary increase was out of range, then other compensation tactics could have been employed to recognize my work. Lastly, in all of the conversations that I had regarding my path to promotion, or lack thereof, I was not once given critical feedback on what I failed to do or could have done differently to have received a different outcome, even after asking repeatedly. Do I think this was a racially motivated issue? No. Do I think there was a level of gender bias? Probably, but more on a subconscious rather than a conscious level. Was management style part of the issue? Perhaps. My boss's criteria for promotion could have been vastly different than other managers, resulting in an imbalance in promotions. But at the end of the day, companies need to look at their promotional structure in totality and make sure that the path to promotion is both equally and clearly communicated. Doing more and being compensated less does not increase employee morale. After my performance evaluation, I felt completely disengaged from my role at the company. What was the point of working so hard if it was not going to be appreciated or recognized? In addition, I started to doubt myself and my abilities. I assumed I did not deserve the promotion and that all the hard work I thought I was doing was probably not even meaningful. For several months, I spiraled. Maybe I was not as good as, at my job as I thought I was. Perhaps I was too arrogant in assessing my abilities and overestimated my skill sets. Luckily for me, in the ensuing months, I interviewed for a few high-level positions where people were able to assess and evaluate the work I was doing at Company X and were blown away by the successes that I had had. These interactions were instrumental in restoring my confidence in my abilities and confirming, at least for me, that I did deserve more than I was being offered. Lessons learned from this situation? It is okay to hold yourself in high regard. However, you cannot assume that others will do the same. I will openly admit that I hold some culpability in this matter. I never formally inquired about my promotion track within the company. This is partly because that was not something that I was ever taught to do. I was always of the notion that if you work hard, you will be rewarded. But I learned that you have to self-advocate. I should not have assumed, based on tangential conversations with a dotted line superior, that it was an understanding that I was on track for some promotion. In hindsight, I should have directly discussed with my boss what my potential career path was and not assumed it would organically happen. Over the years, I've noticed a clear distinction between how men and women view themselves. Women generally tend to, one, be overcritical of themselves in a professional setting, and two, assume that they will be fairly given promotions or accolades when they are well-deserved, i.e., the world is fair and balanced. Most men I have encountered, especially as I started to climb further up the corporate ladder, 
were a lot more aggressive in their approach to promotions. I remember one in particular telling me that the company was interviewing someone for a high-level position, and he went to the CEO and said, there is nothing that person can teach me. Within a few months, he was promoted. I also learned that there is a difference between managers and leaders. The role of a manager is to assist a group in accomplishing a specified objective. However, a leader will influence, motivate, and enable others to contribute to the organization's success. And unfortunately, I was surrounded by a bunch of managers. While meaning at times, but not equipped to appropriately empower those that they were chosen to lead. They ticked the box, kept the department going, but did not engage in difficult conversations, give constructive feedback, or set clear paths for their teams. What else can be learned from this story aside from self-advocacy? The importance of companies making sure that their employees feel valued. It was not long after that incident that I left Company X. Oddly enough, when I gave notice, I was suddenly told how valuable I was. And when asked to suggest a replacement, I said I was irreplaceable, to which they agreed. I think most managers don't intend to make employees feel devalued, but when employees are not being recognized, passed over for a promotion, or receive a lower-than-expected pay increase without a clearly communicated reason, it does affect employee engagement, and the result can be detrimental to the company. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of They Said What? podcast series. If you enjoyed this journey and want to connect further, I invite you to follow me on Substack at Pharmasoul for insightful articles and updates. Also, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Visit my website, emeraldcitypharma.com for more resources or follow me on X at DeanWaris242. All the links are provided in the podcast description. Until next time.